0: Ladies and gentlemen, you are listening to the Charger Football Podcast, hosted by Andy Dietrich with Coach Doug Dynan. The Charger Football Podcast is sponsored by OPS, Optimum Performance Sports, the official sports medicine provider for Carroll High School.
1: Welcome to episode number nine of the 2018 Charger Football Podcast Season. My name is Andy Dietrich, and there is just one final game left in the regular season. Following the recap of the game against Concordia, we'll hear from Charger Head football coach Doug Dynan and discuss our final regular season opponent, the Wayne Generals, and our sectional opponent, the Snyder Panthers. I want to thank SummitCitysports.com for the use of their audio clips. And I especially want to thank our title sponsor, Optimum Performance Sports, the official sports medicine provider for Carroll High School Athletics. OPS, rethink your limits. Week 8 saw the Concordia Cadets visit Carroll High School's Dean Gorsuch Athletic Complex. The Cadets have played well this season, but had lost a number of close games, giving them a 2-5 record. This record should fool no one as Concordia is a good football team. On Friday night, the Cadets displayed a strong vertical passing game, and with the help of three Charger turnovers, Carroll was defeated 47-21. The game started off well as the Chargers' opening drive moved into Cadet territory, but ended with a missed field goal. Concordia's first drive was a 3-and-out. A short Concordia punt gave the Chargers the football at the Cadet 42, and this second drive ended with a three-yard touchdown run by quarterback Gavin Vogt.
2: Split backs now, as they got uh, Terrell Griffin in the ball game, number 17, Vogt calls his own number, and give Here's that the man, one, man six points. Touchdown, Carroll Chargers. Eight a three Chargers. three-yard touchdown. touchdown for Gavin Vogt, with 4.41 to go here in the first quarter. Volt from three yards out and there's your first score of the
1: night. concordia answered on their next drive powered by two long passes with a touchdown of their own to tie the score at seven to seven concordia would again score just a few seconds later as they intercepted a vote pass and returned it for a touchdown to jump ahead 14 to 7 After Concordia picked off another Charger pass, they scored an additional touchdown to extend their lead to 21-7 midway through the second quarter. The Chargers answered with a touchdown of their own when vote hit Terrell Griffin for a 5-yard TD pass in this week's OPS Optimum Performance of the Game provided by SummitCitySports.com to get Carroll within a touchdown at 21-14.
2: The ball is at the five. It's third and two for Carroll. And it's a pass, and it's caught by Griffin. Touchdown! General Give that man six points. Rolled a five yard touchdown pass. Terrell Griffin.
0: Griffin. Oh, well, you
2: gotta have some fun sometimes. Griffin's first touchdown reception of the year Comes with 2.48 to go in the first half.
1: Unfortunately, Concordia wasted no time and scored again on a 30-yard TD pass to take a 27-14 lead into halftime. The third quarter did not go well for the Chargers as they threw another interception and Concordia scored two more touchdowns to take a 40-14 lead into the final quarter. In the fourth quarter, Vote would toss a 19-yard touchdown pass to Nathan Hera to round out the scoring for Carroll.
2: Third down now. Third and five. The pass caught. Hara inside the 10. Inside the five. Into the and end zone. The Get that man six Nathan points. 20-yard touchdown pass. Makes to the, the score. Concordia 40 and Carroll 20.
1: Running back Rhett Saylor had a stellar game with 18 carries for 115 yards. Hara had four catches for 37 yards and the touchdown grab. Camden Childers pulled in five receptions for 66 yards. On defense, Larry Seibel had seven tackles and a quarterback sack. Terrell Griffin had six tackles and a quarterback sack. And next week, the Chargers will travel to Wayne High School to take on the 6-2 and two Generals. And now, let's hear from Charger head football coach Doug Dynan. Welcome to the podcast, Doug. I kind of took one on the chin on Friday night. So what's your takeaways from the Concordia game?
3: Well, I don't think that we took care of the football as is necessary. You know, we turned it over coming out of the end zone. They capitalized and turned that into points. Offensively, we've got to take care of the football. It's a real easy recipe. We ran the ball well. Uh, Rhett Saylor ran the ball well offensive line blocked well at times, but it's it's the same old story. You know, it is the, the simple recipe of a football game that the, the team that turns it over the least amount is usually the team that's gonna be successful. And you know, we've been standing in our own way. And that's the message that I, I had with our kids was that we we are doing things that are not positive for us to be successful. You know, we are not taking care of the football. We are not getting off the field. There's a couple of situations and defensively as well, you know, where instead of us getting the ball back, we uh, rough the punter. Within that same series, we get a personal foul, and that turns into points for Concordia. And it's it's little details like that that we've got to control. We've got to change that if we want to have an opportunity to be successful. Then the the little things matter all the time, and not taking care of the football, penalties, you know, as we've talked about for for many weeks, you know those things come back to haunt you, and so we've got to be better at all those aspects.
1: The one thing that I really liked during the game was we ran the ball really well. Uh, it's almost like every time we handed the ball off, we were running downfield. Rhett went just a little bit over 100 yards, and Gavin had almost 80 yards, so you put those two guys together – you know, that's that little sweet spot of 200 yards rushing. And typically that equates to a win, but those turnovers kind of flip the, the switch. And part of these turnovers, you got to give some credit to Concordia. They're kind of the first team that really covered our wide receivers well. And it was really kind of hard for us to get open.
3: Well, without question. I mean, you know, when you watch our passing game, you know, for, for weeks on end, and, and that's what Concordia has done, you know, they have – you know, analyze what we have done in several weeks, and and you're going to take away those things that, that we like to do. We like to throw the ball deep. We like to play action. You know, our timing routes of, to our receivers is, is so imperative. And if you can you can interrupt that timing, then defensively you've got a chance to interrupt that passing game, and and that's what they did. And we didn't take care of the football. We we threw some interfe- we, we threw two interceptions. One of them happened to be deflected. You know, at the line of scrimmage, but but again, it's it's Concordia, you know, putting guys in passing lanes, and defensive end got his hands up and deflected the pass, and it nullifies the drive again that you're trying to go down and capitalize and put points on the board.
1: You talk about how we're getting late in the season, and there's you know there's multiple game film available for our opponents are we adding some new plays to add a new wrinkle that they haven't seen? Have you been doing that over the last couple of weeks?
3: There's always, you know, within, you know, the game plan that we prepare for that week, there's always a new wrinkle, whether it be formational, whether it be a new play, whether it be a trick play, you know, there's always something new that we're adding to to our scheme every week and the reason is, and is a lesson that I learned a long time ago, that if somebody gains confidence in what you're doing, that confidence, you know, breeds courage in the way that they're going to defend you. And so you have to have little nuances. You have to have different things. And, and they can be as simple as lining up in different manners, they can be as simple as motions, they can be as simple as, you know, switching up the personnel and where they align. But, uh, Little things like that are necessary, you know, and we, we incorporate more of that than you think. Probably little things that, that you don't notice that we try and gain an advantage. When we look at on Saturday and Sunday, when we look at an opponent we, from an offensive perspective, we look at the way that they will defend and align versus all the formations that we have. And our main purpose is we're trying to gain an advantage with two different things. One, formationally, can we get you into a situation to where, you know, we have an advantage against your coverage, against your run block? And two, can we find a personnel matchup that that we think is favorable? And so that kind of boils down to our, our game planning offensively. And defensively, it's kind of just the opposite of that. You know, what are we going to see you know what? What our favorite runs? What our favorite passes? What our tendencies in this point of the field? Uh, you know, and, and again, the matchups that they're looking to get against our defensive personnel as well. And so, the, there's that's a microcosm of our Saturday and Sunday in game planning.
1: So let's go back to Concordia. So I'm assuming you had a couple of new wrinkles. Were you able to institute those, or was it a case where the game kind of got out of hand? And that switched your you kinda of had to make some adjustments to your game plan then.
3: No, we did institute those things. Um, we essentially ran a, a double tight set, and you're gonna you're gonna think that oh, I never saw two tight ends, with Eddie Bransfield being one tight end, and we aligned Nathan Hera very tight to the tackle at times, and essentially it gave us an, an ace formation, a two tight end set. And that, that permitted us to be able to handle they're overhanging outside linebackers playing a 4-4 defense. And and I think that that gave us some opportunities to be able to run the ball a little bit better.
1: Yeah, it would have brought an extra blocker in closer.
3: Yeah. And our yeah. wide
1: receivers do block very well. They block really, really well.
3: And they do. And and Nathan, you know, is you know that kind of a kid who does block well. And, you know, he affords us that opportunity to be able to bring in an extra blocker, even though he's not a real big guy, but he's, you know, somebody that does work hard at that
1: doesn't take much to block. You just got to get in that guy's way just a little bit. All right, so when we get back from this break, we're going to talk about our next opponent, the Wayne Generals.
0: OPS, Optimum Performance Sports, is the official sports medicine provider of Carroll High School. From diagnosing, repairing, and rehabbing injuries to pushing yourself to the limit on the playing field by utilizing cutting-edge training programs... Optimum Performance Sports is proud to be a partner with Charger Athletics and the Carroll community. For more information, visit www.optimumperformancesports.com. OPS, rethink your limits.
1: Well, welcome back, everybody. In this segment, we're going to talk about our next opponent, the Wayne Generals. And Wayne comes in with a record of 6-2. and two. They've had a fantastic season. Very athletic club. And their star player is Craig Young, who is just a super athletic kid, 3 sports star, football star, basketball star, and actually one of the fastest sprinters in Indiana on track and field. And it's a special interest to Coach Dinan and I, Craig is headed to Columbus to play for the Buckeyes next year. And if you can remember the last time Carol played a future Buckeye, this was when 2015 when Austin Mack played for Lures in that great homecoming game, that was back and forth, and Austin had about 450 yards of total offense, but we came out ahead. So, Coach, are you kind of expecting a shootout like we had in 2015 when we faced a future Buckeye?
3: Well, without question, Craig Young is a tremendous athlete, and and they they can get into shootout mode extremely fast. They can score very quickly, and that's something that that we don't want to happen. We obviously, we want to control the football. We, we need to capitalize drives. We need to play strong on defense and, and keep their offense off the field. Their quarterback is a dynamite left-handed quarterback, Brandon Young, not related to Craig Young. Um, he throws it well. He runs it well. He's a very good leader. The, this senior class for Wayne has has been doing a tremendous job for, for years. And, you know, and it, it's something that, you know, that I think that their coaches and coach Moore has has seen coming along and, you know, they're playing at a very high level. They've got six wins in a row. They lost week one to, to Dwinger and then they lost to, to Homestead, but they had six wins in a row in the middle of the season against, you know, outstanding opponents, you know, including, Lures and and Snyder and Concordia, and you know the 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 thing is that Craig Young is is very fast. He's a big kid. He's six five and and he can go get the football. But he's as good on defense as he is on offense. And and they've got guys that can play extremely well. And Darius Alexander plays defensive end. He's a big guy, six six two eighty five, number fifty two. And, again, we've got to be able to block them. We've got to be able to tackle them. We've got to be able to do things. And we've got to be able to keep their offense off the field.
1: Yeah, controlling the football is going to be important uh, because we're, we're going to their stadium. It's going to be their senior night, and, and they're going to be fired up. and They're going to be a confident club. Hopefully we can get another 200 yards rushing and keep the turnovers away, and I think we're going to be able to to come out ahead because we have a lot of weapons. And they have a lot of weapons. So I'm really looking forward to this football game.
3: well, you you emphasize one of the the keys and that that's control of football. And if we can run the ball well, and if if the offensive line can do their job blocking up front, um, you know I, I am confident that we'll be able to move the ball on them extremely well. And so it boils down to you know those basic fundamental things that we need to do on Friday night we've got to take care of the football we've got to tackle well you know we've got to play good red zone defense we've got to play good red zone offense we've got to be good on special teams and you know Trevor Horton has been outstanding you know in, in kicking and punting and you know they put their athletes they put their athletes back on kickoff and punt return and you know as everybody does but we we've, we've got to keep the ball out of those guys' hands you know, so, they don't have the opportunity to break big plays. Yeah, let's hope
1: for a, a number of Trevor Horton touchbacks because it's at this point in the season, it's almost like half of his kickoffs, or maybe even more, are going into the end zone, and touchbacks cannot be ran back for touchdowns.
3: That's exactly right.
1: Well, when we get at, back from the break, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to talk about our opening sectional opponent, the Snyder Panthers.
0: OPS Optimum Performance Sports is the official sports medicine provider of Carroll High School. From diagnosing, repairing, and rehabbing injuries to pushing yourself to the limit on the playing field by utilizing cutting-edge training programs, Optimum Performance Sports is proud to be a partner with Charger Athletics and the Carroll community. For more information, visit www.optimumperformancesports.com. OPS rethink your limits welcome back everybody in our
1: final segment tonight we're going to talk about our sectional opponent the snyder panthers back in week two the chargers played their best football game of the season and they defeated snyder for the first time ever and i believe we put up 38 points on them one of our best offensive outputs of the season that's quite a long time ago um Teams change throughout the season, and you can bet that when Snyder visits us in two weeks, they're going to be ready for revenge.
3: Well, without question, they're, they're playing very good football. Week two, we happened to prevail and, and won 38-14. Since then, uh, their only loss, Snyder's only loss has come to Wayne, 21-7. You know, to seven, But they, they have put up a lot of points, and they have not given up a whole lot of points in return. They had some guys who were injured. One of one, Ethan Hoover is one of their key players and he was injured that week that we played him. And you know, and, and I think that if if we're gonna be successful, we've gotta play that same type of game that we did week two. And that was we were physical, we were fast, we were efficient. Our timing with our passing game was very good. We capitalized on turnovers by the defense and we played a short field at times and we're able to capitalize and turn those into points. And and that's the thing that, that has to happen again. I mean, without question, their their quarterback has, has improved his experience. John Barnes is their quarterback. And Anise Lockett is their running back, and those guys have improved a great deal. And so, again, for us to be successful, you know, we've got to control the line scrimmage. We've got to play fast, and we've got to be able to run the ball.
1: Well, in that second week um, game against Snyder, it's probably one of the best football games I've seen a Carroll team play in a long time. It was, they were very aggressive. They were very fast. They were focused. It's almost like everything we did had a purpose. And, and it was one of the, you know, it's really hard to have all 11 players playing at a high level. And we did that for the entire football game. And I would love to see that happen again, because that was a lot of fun to watch.
3: Well, you're right. I mean, as we all would, I mean, we want to be playing at that level, you know, and, no excuses, you know, but we've we've dealt with, you know, some injuries to some key guys, and that, that has hurt us well. And switching guys around to try and accommodate for those injuries has, you know, put guys in different positions. But the, the great thing and probably the most important thing about this time of the year is that this is, and as you move into the tournament, this is almost a second season. You know, everybody in Indiana, you know, is – taken into the tournament regardless of their record and everybody gets that second chance and so going into the sectionals you know regardless of who your opponent is you feel like you have another opportunity you feel like the regular season is aside and you can focus on you know a sectional championship and moving forward into the playoffs and and that's the great thing about the Indiana football program right now
1: and invariably, there's always some team that enters the sectional with a losing record, gets hot, you know, m- might win a regional, and there's almost always one of the teams down for the state championship that was one of those teams that just got hot, and often they come away with a championship. So, you know, our record may not be where we like it, but. Once sectional comes around, that record doesn't matter. you got to play well each week. It's kind of like in an NCAA tournament, it's survive and advance.
3: Well, that's exactly what it is. And if you desire to play for another week without question, I mean, you have to play your best football. And we use that analogy all the time, and you've heard me say that many times before. It's playing the best that you can come tournament time. And this this is what it's all about. And so if we're going to be – be able to compete if we're going to be able to move deeper into the playoffs, and so we've got to be playing our best football right now. And in this weekend for Wayne is is that build up to that, and we've we've got to have a great week this week as well.
1: Legacies are made in the postseason. I don't care what sport you play, that's a truth. You always remembered by how well you do in the postseason. Coach, wonderful talking to you again can't wait to see us take on the generals and have a great week of practice and let's
0: go get thanks it.
3: very much andy appreciate everything
0: we would like to thank our athletic trainers steve lubiehusen Michaela hoffman and jordan redding who along with ops and the doctors of fort wayne orthopedics provide all the sports medicine services for northwest allen county schools go where the chargers go
1: I thought that segment was pretty good, actually. Yeah,
3: that was better. I'm glad that we got rid of the other one.